You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. We are back on the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming, and uh, pleased to end this week's episode with another 2019 draft spotlight segment. Another player that's eligible for the upcoming NHL draft, uh, and this time uh, it's coming. From our backyard here in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, and we go up to uh, Grand Prairie, although my guest I don't believe is currently in Grand Prairie. He can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, joined now by Zach Okabe of the uh, Grand Prairie Storm. Uh, welcome to the Pipeline Show, Zach. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. And, and maybe where are you right now in, in the off season? Do you, do you stick around Grand Prairie or do you go down south? Yeah, I'm actually still in uh, Grand Prairie. We're not. Me and a couple of buddies from, the, from my team, we all decided to just finish our grade 12 year up here and graduate here. Oh, okay, great. So you're still up there. Um, t- tell me about this past season uh, for you in the Storm, and, and I know for the Storm you finished uh, good enough to, to make the playoffs, first-round exit, but uh, how did the season go for you and the team? Uh, I think it was a good season overall, reflecting on it. Obviously, we wanted to go a bit further in playoffs in the first round, and we thought we had the team that could uh, go a bit further and stuff, but... Uh, I mean, stuff happens, and uh, we had a we had a tough first round matchup against Fort Mac, and they played well. Yeah, you know, obviously we wanted to play hockey a bit longer and empty out the tank a bit more, but the way it went, and uh, yeah, a lot of lot of learning experiences, and it was a really good team, and it was one of the closest teams I've been on. So, uh, for you, second year in the AJHL, you had uh, 58 points this season. 31 of those were goals. Points-wise, pretty much the same as your rookie year. You had 57 then, uh, but you went up in goals. Uh, are, were you happy with this season uh, from a uh, production standpoint? Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I guess, more last year, my rookie season, I, I was kind of, I wasn't scoring as much or sc- scoring as much goals. I was more like giving the puck away a bit quicker, not holding, uh, holding on to the puck as much and, just kind of, I was playing on a line of two twenties for pretty much the whole year, and uh, they could put the puck in the net a lot. And uh, so I think maybe my role changed a little bit, and then I uh, just held on to the puck a bit more, and uh, trying to just uh, my shot got a bit heavier in the off season, so trusted that a bit more. So did you find yourself taking on a bit more of a, a leadership role, a veteran role on the team? Oh uh, yeah, I felt uh, just. Even though I'm still a bit younger uh, on the this younger guy on the team, just kind of being a like role model for the younger guys, especially the 16 year olds coming in and their affiliates, and just uh, even though I'm younger, I felt like uh, we could. We, it doesn't matter your age; you can learn from anyone, right? So, yeah, oh. kind of just trying to be a good role model for all those guys and being good at school with all the guys that are still in school. So. Uh, that's the right attitude to have, Zach. Uh, my guest is Zach Okabe. He plays for the Grand Prairie Storm in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Uh, and he's my guest in the 2019 Draft Spotlight. Uh, Zach, what we like to do in this part of the show is let my audience kind of get to know somebody that's in your shoes, being a, a draft-eligible player, and not everybody that's hearing this interview right now will have any idea who you are. Right. Uh, so let's get a bit of background, if you don't mind. Where are you from? Oh, uh, well, uh, it's kind of long. <laughs> journey like i i'm i live in oak Oaks currently but i i was actually born in japan and like i was raised in australia uh-huh and then uh I, we stopped in uh nashville for a year until moving to canada for for good how long have you been in oak Oaks? how long in canada uh this would be this would be my seventh year seventh year so in canada yeah okay so you're uh take me again born in japan 
grew up in Australia and then Nashville. How long were you in those three countries? Uh, I mainly lived in Japan for probably a year or two, but I mainly lived most of my life in Australia, then uh, close close to a year in Nashville. I don't sense any sort of accent, and I mean, those are three very different countries. Obviously, as a baby, you're not speaking Japanese or anything, but um, Australian accent, I don't hear it at all. I don't hear a Nashville twang or anything like that either, so where'd that go? Yeah, no, well... Well, uh, Japanese was actually my first language. <laughs> Not oh. a lot of people know that. I don't, yeah, I don't really speak it. Like, we don't really speak it anymore. Or like that. I kind of lost a bit of it. But, uh, yeah, my, if you, uh, know my mom or my dad, then, then you, you hear the accents, but I think I just kind of grew out of it, like kind of being in my teen years in Canada. So now, if you don't mind, uh, why the, the, the moving around as a kid? Just, uh, what, whatever your parents do for a living? All right. That played a role, but I'd say more just a uh, better opportunity for me and my sisters. Like, huh. uh, like, uh, yeah, they sacrificed a lot, obviously, and that's a big jump to just move across the world just uh, to take a risk of playing hockey. And then my sisters are figure skaters, and then my older sister uh, was a goalie. Yeah, I used to be a goalie for Dalhousie, and then. Uh, she's just going to school at UFC now, but my sister's uh, still figure skating. So okay. I just better opportunity for all of us. All right. Well, for you, Zach, uh, when did you get the bug to start playing hockey, and, and where were you at that point in your life? Uh, I started skating in Penrith uh, in New South Wales. With my, my dad played hockey, and he actually went to St. Cloud State too. Okay. Uh, he yeah, he was an import. Like he was. <laughs> He, he didn't speak any, any English, but he was going to school in the States. So he went to St. Cloud, and uh, he loved hockey and uh, played hockey all his life. And uh, he kind of just showed me the ropes when I was younger. Probably started skating when I was probably three or four in hockey. I don't know. Hockey's a uh, – back then, uh, hockey wasn't too big. It's grown a lot more since I've left, but uh, it was tough to find ice and teams. So we had to put together a team and stuff like that. and. We had like seven players, probably. So, on in an international sense, uh, have, you haven't played for Canada internationally. I, I, looking at your um, your sort of your sort of your bio, so could you ha- could you actually still play for Australia? Who would you play for if you had the opportunity? Uh, well, yeah, I was. Uh, I actually like couldn't. I wasn't allowed to like play for Canada or like try out for any teams like that for like, or like for the World Junior Challenge or anything like that because I wasn't a citizen yet okay. in canada i just i just got it like two months ago oh interesting so now i have three passports but yeah i'm sure uh i don't know what the rules are or anything but uh yeah i'm a citizen in three of those countries i don't see why i can uh now so well once you i think once you play for in an i double ihf event uh for whichever country you played for you'd kind of be locked into that for forever wouldn't you so if you played for canada uh at the u18s or something as an example then that would be your hockey citizenship, if you will, for the rest of your life. But so you haven't had yeah. that, that opportunity. Have you played for Australia in the past at, at a younger age? Uh, I, I'm not like Australia. I've played for like New South Wales, and there's this thing called a state tournament in Australia, and but nothing, nothing like that. I was probably way too young for anything serious to happen yet. Well, that's really interesting. A very uh, unique path uh, to to get to where you are in your hockey career. Though. No question about yeah. that. All right, well, tell me about uh, playing in the Alberta Junior Hockey League and, and how you – I'm just looking through your bio, and I see you had a, a, a brief stint with the Victoria Grizzlies, uh, all of 
one game, but uh, that was a couple of years ago. How'd you end up in Grand Prairie? Oh, I just, I mean, uh, Matt, uh, the coach man and the GM Mark, uh, they kind of reached out to me when I was in Shawinigan. I, I was in Shawinigan for my midget year, mm-hmm. and they kind of reached out to me, and uh, I was kind of that summer I was kind of just deciding where where the best place for me would be and where to, where I'd develop the best and stuff like that, and I felt most comfortable. Yeah, after coming up here, and I uh, felt most comfortable with the coaches and who was surrounded and stuff like that, and uh, I think it worked out. So now uh, the sheet I'm looking at says you you will be going to St. Cloud State uh, in the this coming season. Is that uh, accurate? Uh yeah, uh, yeah. It's right now. I mean, anything happened, right? But uh, yeah, as of right now, I'll be heading there next year. Okay. How long have you been committed to the Huskies officially? It sounds like it's always been your plan, but uh, when did you actually uh, sign a letter of intent, or have you yet? Uh, I signed my NOI, I think, ooh, probably right after Christmas time and probably in the new year sometime. I can't remember what month, maybe, maybe February or maybe okay. even earlier. And but I, I was actually, yeah, I was actually committed to Vermont for like most of last year. Oh, is that right? So uh, I guess yeah. why the, why the change? You mentioned your dad played at St. Cloud. I, I, I have to assume yeah. that's part of the, the decision, but why, uh, why initially committing to, to Vermont and then, uh, and detouring from that? Uh, there's a lot that went, uh, a lot that went on behind the scenes and stuff like that. But main, the main reason is, uh, I was really close with the with the coach, uh, Coach Pollock at Vermont, and he ended up uh, he ended up leaving the program, and then um, mm. we uh, talked for a bit, and we just kind of thought we should reconsider. I, I was super young too, that's why it, it was a bit of a rush, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but um, I felt uh, comfortable with exploring other options at at that point if the, the coach I was really comfortable with uh, left the program for certain reasons, so. Uh, Zach yeah. Okabe, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. All right, so what is it about the St. Cloud that was the right fit for you? When you knew you had to make a change from the Catamounts, so why did you land at at uh, St. Cloud State? Uh, I've always, I always knew, like, uh, like I've always been a Huskies fan. Like growing up, even in Australia, my dad would always talk about him. We have, we have always had a St. Cloud jersey, even in Australia, and I just think that's always been uh, a part of me. And to get that opportunity is it's pretty awesome. It's not an opportunity that everyone gets. And, uh, I mean, I, I went down there for an official visit and I just, I, I just knew that was the right place for me. Well, they've been one of the best uh, teams of the last two or three seasons. Uh, in fact, this year, I think they were the number one ranked team for, for most, most yep. of the year, really struggling once they get to the national tournament, can't get out of the first round the last couple of years, but, yeah, um, it, a lot of, uh, local guys playing for that program. They don't have to go that far. Uh, to find players, but uh, we have seen some players from uh, the AJHL uh, land down there. There's a couple, I believe, that are on the roster, and, and maybe another one that's going as well. How, how do you know? Are you familiar with some of the guys that are there? Oh, uh, I mean, not really. Like I, when I went down to visit, I, I kind of stayed with a couple guys and hung out with them, and so in that sense, I'm kind of familiar with two or three of them. But uh, recruits-wise, I mean, I, I've talked to a couple guys that are going in this year, but we've never really. Uh, I like cross paths at any point besides playing against each other. So, uh, no, like, uh, yeah, so we're all kind of just going in, uh, not knowing each other, but, I'm, uh, that's why uh, a bunch of the guys go down in the summer, just to get familiar with each other and train with each other and just become a team and stuff like that. So. Right, right. 
Um, Zach Okabe, my guest, uh, for the fans listening right now who haven't had a chance to watch you play and, and uh, come the NHL draft, might hear your name uh, being uh, chosen by one of their favorite teams. Uh, give us a, a, a bit of a self-scouting report. Uh, what kind of a player are you? I think uh, I'm a skilled four that uh, I see myself more as a playmaker. Uh, situations change if you, you, you put the puck in it, you put the puck in it. So that's why I kind of I kind of took on the role of uh, scoring a lot more this year, I guess. But personally, I see myself as a playmaker, but uh, I can also put the puck in the net. Uh, definitely, definitely undersized, but. Uh, Nothing you can do about that besides get stronger. Yeah, just a free forward, I guess. Uh, Playmaker. Well, well, the sheet I'm looking at says 5'9", 168 pounds. Is that accurate? Is that up to date? Yeah. Okay, so you're not the biggest guy in the world, but it hasn't stopped you from having success and and getting to this point of your career. Uh, As a smaller guy, how do you uh, use that maybe to your advantage and and how is size not a disadvantage for you? Uh, I mean... Obviously, I'm not like the most physical guy on the team, stuff like that. But I mean, it doesn't matter what my, uh, how tall I am or whatever like that. I'm always confident in myself that if I'm going to the corner against a guy, no matter his size, I'm I'm gonna come out with the puck. So I mean, it's nothing. It's always been a challenge for me when people say it's like for every small guy, like there's always gonna be the doubt of if he can play against the big boys and stuff like that. But you just got to end up uh, pushing that aside and improving yourself later, like when the time comes. So, Zach, the NHL draft is uh, about a month away now, maybe just uh, a little under that. Uh, is the draft something that you've been thinking about much uh, at, over the course of this season? I yeah, well, I don't say it's not on my mind. I think every every kid at my age and it's uh, playing hockey at some certain level and certain age and. Obviously, like the rankings and stuff like that, if you should hear your name on it. Obviously, it's going to be on your mind, but um, I'm not expecting, uh, like, I'm not really just expecting to get my name called. Like, I know there's a lot of stuff. Uh, every team has different opinions, stuff like that, but uh, it's not something I'm stressed about. That's why I think the college route's going to really help me as a player and give me time to develop. And, um, if it happens, it happens, and that's, that's a great accomplishment, obviously, but. I mean, it's it's what happens in the long run, not right now. So. Well, again, that's the right attitude to have. There's 31 teams in uh, seven rounds. That's 217 uh, picks. You're ranked 201 in North America by Central Scouting. Now anything can happen. There are guys who will get drafted who aren't ranked at all. Um, so that doesn't mean that you are uh, you will or you won't get uh, drafted. But if you don't get chosen, there's sort of an advantage also to, to being a free agent uh, at the end of your college career too, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. And that's why... Uh... That's why I talk to St. Claude coaches a lot about they had guys like Jimmy Shaw and Patrick Neal, like both Hobie candidates and stuff like that that I don't think were either drafted that as uh they just stuck to their plan and uh had four years of college both and and uh, they had multiple offers and I know guys uh, are gonna be on the team this year had multiple offers too, right? But mm-hmm. they just took their time and developed the way they needed to and uh stuck with it and things will work out in the end. If there's an area of your game you think needs the most work, what would you suggest that would be? Uh, I think uh, just becoming a more powerful skater. I, I, I think I think I'm a good skater and faster, uh, especially playing against men next year. You need to be well on your feet and be able to keep top speed and your balance. And 
all that stuff. So being more stable and strong because I'm going to be playing with a lot stronger guys and stuff like that. And so I guess just getting stronger in general. How do you uh, think? I'm oh, sorry, uh, Zach. Didn't mean to cut you off there. How do you think the uh, AJHL has prepared you for that next step? Oh, I think it's I think it's definitely good. Like uh, I mean, a lot of uh, it it hasn't been seen as I mean actually nowadays uh, they see like a lot of college commitments coming out of it that stuff like that. It's definitely growing as a like a a contender for the top league in in Canada. Obviously, but close to the BCHL and stuff like that. But um, I think it's definitely helped me. Uh, just like the coaches and my teammates I was surrounded with and competition, it was, it was good in the North Division. So, well, lastly, uh, for me, Zach, uh, considering your uh, international uh, upbringing, did you have a favorite NHL team growing up, or was it when you finally arrived in uh, Southern Alberta? I don't know if you're a, a Flames fan or not. Uh, did you have a team? Uh, as a kid, I grew up always uh, like in uh, Ovechkin and Washington. I don't, I don't know why. I don't think we play like at all, but <laughs> uh, he's always been my favorite player, and uh, I've always always been a Washington fan. Then I guess living in Calgary, I, I support the Flames too, so probably probably those two. Excellent. Well, Zach, I really yeah. appreciate your time today. Uh, enjoy the rest of the off season, uh, the NHL draft, whatever happens uh, with that event, and uh, when you get off to St. Cloud, maybe we'll chat again. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Zach Okabe from the Grand Prairie Storm, uh, a friend of mine, Rick Jackson from NHL Central Scouting, is a uh, a fan of Okabe's. Mentioned him to me earlier this season and uh, said he was a guy that would be on his list. And sure enough, at the end of the year, he's uh, still on NHL Central Scouting's list. Yes, albeit 201 overall in North America, so there is a chance he doesn't get taken uh, in the NHL draft. But when he's got the right attitude, doesn't he? If he doesn't get drafted, you still work your tail off and. You end your college career uh, being one of those coveted free agents. Um, so who knows what can happen for him. You'll hear from him, I'm sure. Uh, listen, St. Cloud State, very good program. They've recruit, recruited very well. If uh, he's on a, on their list, uh, then you know, Kobe, there's something there. Might not be the biggest guy in the world, but lots of skill and ability to play the game. That wraps up this week's episode of the Pipeline Show. Next week, more of the same. We get the... We just keep going ham as the uh, NHL draft gets closer and closer. Get to know more guys who are eligible for the 2019 NHL draft. If there's some news stories we can touch on, we'll do that as well. Maybe we'll uh, uh, grab somebody from Medicine Hat to talk about the uh, coaching change here as uh, that's just become official at the end of the week. Sean Clouston out as a coach and GM and Willie Desjardins returning to the Medicine Hat Tigers uh, as a uh, coach and GM. That story first broken by uh, Greg Drennan. You can follow his blog at uh, Taking Note. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, if you there are some specific topics or stories you want me to talk about in the off-season of July, that's the off-season month, uh, let me know and uh, we can talk about that. You can uh, sign up on Patreon, patreon.com slash show. That way you can converse directly with me. If you or you, you want to follow me on Twitter and send me messages, you can do that as well. But uh, the, uh, the people who sign up on Patreon do get early access to all these segments and interviews that you hear on the Pipeline Show. They get them first. So if you got a couple of bucks to spare each month, uh, that's what you can put towards uh, that uh, and uh, help support the show. I really appreciate it. Honestly, I do. I'm glad that uh, people have taken an interest in supporting the show and uh, that you find value in in what I do here uh, for you, the listener. With that said, that is the, the episode for the week. So when we come back next week, more about the draft 
Between now and then, get out and educate yourself on some of the prospects. We can talk about them next week here on the Pipeline Show. Till then, I'm Keith Flaming. See ya.